So I was listening to uh, Clay and Buck yesterday in their, on their program, 11 to 2 on Kello, and they were talking about an Axios report that I had not seen. And uh, I think I would have stumbled across it, but I was grateful to hear them talking about it yesterday, this reported Axios. It's a lengthy report from left-leaning Axios, but it's a lengthy report over the internal struggles in the Biden administration over the border. And it's pretty incredible. It's pretty incredible. Others, I think, are putting it probably more succinctly than I can. Matt Vespo over at Town Hall picked on on this, and he said, he, he reads my mind, you know, he says, I don't need to explain that the situation at the southern border is a nightmare. You know, we have been subjected to a deluge of migrants entering the country illegally daily. You've seen the reports about the border crossings, how it strained our health care and social systems. Uh, he says Denver hospitals are about to collapse. New York City had to dole out $53 million to give illegal aliens prepaid credit cards. And it's one of the reasons why, as I touched on earlier, I think Chicago Democrats are lashing out against our mayor. I've got more on that in a moment. But Vespa says, now we have this lengthy report, he's talking about the Axios report, about the level of dysfunction, rage, and interdepartmental animosity within the Biden administration over the border crisis. (laughs) He says, we could expect that since this White House is staffed with the inept and the brain dead, (laughs) but on this matter, it's total chaos. So this report from Axios, I printed it out, it's pages long. Pages long. And usually, you know, they're trying to boil things down, a couple, two, three pages at most. You get a lot of stories from Axios. This is probably four or five times that. And so this was, there was, I just want to share a portion of this. Aboard Air Force One en route to tour the southern border in January 2023, President Biden sat at the head of his conference table and exploded with fury. The president lit into his team, which in, and then going through the names of those who were there, he demanded obscure immigration data points invented when his staff didn't have them handy. Then they say why it matters. The previously unreported meeting recounted to Axios by three people familiar with the events is emblematic of the Biden administration's struggle with the border crisis during the past three years, infighting, blame-shifting, and indecision. Now, keep in mind, I want you to keep in this is left-leaning Axios. Who is reporting this? This isn't conservative review. This isn't, you know, any of the conservative outlets. This is Axios that's telling this story. 
And they say after Biden was angry, his fury subsided, and aides scrambled for the information he wanted. People in the meeting later told others in frustration that his winding process and irritability were making it more difficult to reach decisions about the border. The White House says, oh, the meeting was productive. Spokesperson Andrew Bates told Axios that multiple first-hand participants of the meeting refute this description. Oh, well, of course they do. These are people who are used to lying. They lie about everything. How can you trust them now? Well, you can't. Obviously, you can't. They lie about everything. Professional liars, that's what they are. Seriously. That's what we see coming from this administration. The rolling chaos along the border has grown to the point that Biden now is embracing immigration policies he ran against in 2020, such as restricting asylum laws and suggesting he'll shut down the border as the crisis threatens his reelection. Yeah, you want to make the Democrats pay attention when it becomes a threat to their reelection. And that's not just true of Democrats. Let's be fair. It's true of Republicans, too. It's true of Republicans. It's true of politicians, period. You threaten their re-election. Wow! Now they're concerned. Now they're, now they, you've got their attention. If you're threatening their re-election, I mean, that's what it takes. That's what it takes. And some are worse than others. No question about it. So then they they go on. The crisis grew slowly. Many administration leaders treated the issue like a hot potato because it was politically thankless, according to several sources in and out of government. The idea that no one wanted to own it came up repeatedly in interviews about the border crisis. But the problem required a robust and coordinated response at several letter, uh, levels, and this, this just goes on. What it boils down to, and I think Matt Vespa put it really, really well in this piece, you know, the, the re, he, he goes through all of this piece, and he, you've got, you know, Susan Rice, and what she's involved with, what she's up to. But all of this, you know, they're saying, um, you had Mayorkas too, he was not in favor of one of Biden's executive orders, like a 100-day moratorium on deportations. Um, And they go through all this stuff, and Vespa says, that's crap. The border was at its most secure. This is the same thing that we've been talking about here for quite some time. Others have been saying it, but Vespa is absolutely right. The border was at its most secure in years under Trump. All Biden had to do was keep those immigration policies in place and finish the wall. This is a responsibility of the executive, and Biden could reauthorize every Trump executive order to empower border enforcement to detain and deport people. Sending that message alone could work wonders. If you get here, you're going back. 
hammer that message. You get here, you're going back. And then he says, to add another layer, Biden should stop suing states like Arizona and Texas, which are trying to enforce what is already federal immigration law. And then he says, you know what this article points out? Chaos. Chaos in this administration. Now, again, I, I suggest you read it. It's at Axios.com. Again, left-leaning Axios. This is not National Review. This is Axios. And the piece is how infighting turmoil fueled Biden's border struggle. And it's a fascinating look at this. So, and... I've, I've got to say, as I was listening to Clay and Buck, uh, Buck talk about it yesterday during their program, I wasn't surprised by any of it, um, other than the fact that media is reporting on it. That, to me, that surprised me. I'm not used, especially, to left-wing media doing pieces that are critical of the Biden administration. I'm not used to that. I'm used to them going after Trump. I'm used to them going after conservatives. I'm not used to seeing them report honestly on what's going on among Democrats. That surprised me. The behavior of the Democrats who were in charge did not at all surprise me. I mean, as I went through this stuff, I went, yeah, yeah. I mean, this is why I wouldn't I wouldn't trust these people to run a business, let alone run the country. Seriously. And then it just goes on and on. The, the, the infighting broke out. So they after border officials warned about the way smugglers use and manipulate information then about US policies to encourage people. To come to the United States. And they say infighting broke out among those on Biden's team. Domestic policy advisor Susan Rice. Keep in mind. I think she's one of the real people, you know, uh, with her at the levels of, I mean, with her hand on the levers of control. Susan Rice. Big part of it. So Susan Rice and I, uh, sorry, just some personal animosity bubbling up there. I'll get a handle on it. Um, She is coordinating the administration's approach to the border. And I went, oh, well, no wonder. No wonder it's a train wreck. Some officials found her needlessly combative and disagreed with her policies. But even many of her critics credit her with taking on more responsibility on the border at a time when most other top Biden officials were shying away from it. There was and still is deep animosity toward Health and Human Services Secretary Javier, uh, excuse me, Javier Becerra for what was seen as his reluctance to find more space in child migrant centers, or shelters, rather, which are overseen by HHS. 
Rice referred to Becerra, excuse the language here, she, Rice referred to Becerra as a bitch ass and privately called him an idiot, according to multiple sources. So this is the kind of infighting that's going on in this administration. And I just think, again, I'm, I'm going to share, the. this is at Axios.com, and you can search it by the headline, and you'll find it. Just do a, use your favorite search engine. How infighting turmoil fueled Biden's border struggle. That's the story. Search it and read all the details for yourself because it's shocking. It's absolutely shocking. Not surprising. Not at all surprising. So also, Rice clashed with Vice President Kamala Harris. This went back to 2020. Both were being vetted for vice president. Rice later told people she thought Harris and her team were partly responsible for opposition research that resulted in negative coverage of Rice. Now, much like Kamala, I think Rice is her own worst enemy. Rice appeared to take other, or, excuse me, Rice apparently appeared to, it appeared to others that Rice was taking pride in being more informed on the border than Harris. Does it take much to be more informed than Kamala Harris? <laughs> I think you are more informed. I think I have done a better job informing you on the border than... <laughs> and I'm not saying I'm great at it. No, 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 no. I'm saying the, the, the vice president's a joke. So it's just absolutely incredible. Also, a policy advisor to Rice and then Harris before leaving last year. Oh, I bet he couldn't wait to get out of that hellhole. Disputed that there was tension. As a former senior staff member for both Vice President Harris and Ambassador Rice, I know firsthand that they and their teams work hand-in-hand to express to address the complex issues of migration. So now Rice, you know, left her position last year. Now it's Neera Tandon, who is the new head of the Domestic Policy Council. She's been less engaged on the border. So this issue of the border, you, you know how important this issue of the border is. We talk about it all the time. I mean, it's just, you know, we see it cropping up in what we were talking about last hour. And I mentioned a story earlier, and I, I want to go through this in more detail. This is a National Review report that came out yesterday. And it shows how Democrats, Democrats, I repeat, Democrats in Chicago and Illinois are responding to all of the illegals that have come into Chicago and into Illinois. And they are waking up, is what it boils down to. They're waking up. 
One is Zerlina Smith Members. She is a candidate for the Cook County Board of Commissioners. And she was particularly, like like other Democrats in Chicago, what they're seeing is that monies that would go to, for instance, homeless Americans, right? Homeless people who, who need assistance, who need the support and the help. The monies that would go to them, all of those resources, all going to illegal aliens. And they're angry about it. So Smith members said, we have people who have come here illegally, who have jumped the line, she said. And she also rejected... Mayor Johnson's attempts to try to blame this on Texas. And she said, it's a Biden thing. It's a Pritzker thing. He's the governor of Illinois. It's a Brandon Johnson thing. They wanted sanctuary cities. It's not Abbott's fault because he didn't ask for it. We asked for it. It's just a lot and it's overwhelming, she said. Absolutely right. Another activist, T.O. Hardiman, he said, the reality is, if you look at Chicago now, you have high unemployment rates among African-American youth in particular. You have a lack of mental health services in Chicago. You had thousands of homeless people in Chicago already that were never, ever focused on like they are focus, focusing on the migrants. It's And he said, I'm not against them living their lives. It's creating too much competition between poor people in Chicago that never, ever received this level of support. Never, ever, he said. And he was talking about Chicago Mayor Johnson and his policies. He said his policies have really discouraged him. He's really discouraged by these policies. And he said... If I was the mayor right now, I would make an executive decision to bring an end to Sanctuary City in Chicago. I would get rid of it because we're not prepared to deal with it. Yeah, neither is Texas. And then I I, I mentioned again this uh, this candidate for the Cook County Board of Commissioners, Zerlina Smith, members. She said of this whole mess, she told National Review, there's a division in our Democratic Party. It is weakened. It is going to get worse. The city of Chicago voters have woke up. The state of Illinois voters have woke up, and they're not standing with our old leadership. She said the immigration crisis is going to flip the state of Illinois purple. Those are... Now, again, I'm... I I really want to point out these stories that I've been sharing. They're either come these reactions are not coming from Republicans, not coming from independents, coming from Democrats and and coming from Democrats in the Biden administration. That's how bad these things have gotten. 
And um, it's unfortunate. Shouldn't have to shine a light on these things. We should be. There are things that we should be able to agree on. But now that we live in bizarro world and we see bizarro world on a daily, hourly basis, uh, you've got to point these things out. Again, these are not the complaints of Republicans, just Republicans. Now you've got people in, and this is why I think, uh, you know, this is why I applauded Governor Abbott's decision to send some of these folks to Chicago, to Illinois. Because what it did and what we were hoping for, right? is that Illinois and Chicago would get a taste. And that's all it is, is a taste, a small taste, of what Texas is going through every single day. And they now they're waking up. And you've got to hope that good things will result. <laughs> 